Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. Okay, guys, we are back. A new episode of Let's Talk Right Now. It's been about a week or so uh, since our last episode, but glad to be back with you guys. Uh, It's been crazy busy around here at the Freedom First Network, uh, getting things kicked off. A lot of awesome new shows. uh, A lot, a lot going on. Make sure you guys check out um, the new show that's actually on the network, uh, Bob and Eric Save America. Uh, That's coming to you guys every single week on Saturdays. Uh, 12 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. Uh, definitely check that out. They get some awesome guests, an awesome, awesome show. Highly recommend that one. Uh, and then and then if you guys go to freedomfirstnetwork.com, check out all of the shows. We've got a bunch of really cool shows coming down the pipeline. We're in talks with some uh, really strong conservative voices 
uh, to actually launch uh, shows here on the Freedom First Network. So make sure you guys uh, like and subscribe. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, you guys can subscribe there. Leave a five-star review if you can uh, right here for the Let's Talk Right Now show. Uh, really helps with the algorithms, helps us to get found, helps to get the word out simply by taking the time, just a few minutes just to be able to get that done. Um, so really quick, uh, before we get started, I uh, wanted to get, let you guys know as well, if you guys can go over to knockreport.com, N-O-Q-Report.com, you can, there's um, actually a button there, I believe on the homepage, to actually support Knock Report. If you guys can do that, head on over there. Again, N-O-Q-Report.com. They're doing a lot of great work bringing you guys um, the true conservative perspective, diving into what's actually true, what's going on um, in the world. If you guys can support them over there, that would be awesome. Go to N-O-Q-Report.com. Report.com. Uh, click on the support page if you can. Uh, that would be awesome. So today's stories we're going to be dealing with. Uh, Gavin Newsom closes churches. Uh, Twitter cancels QAnon. And Deanna Lorraine exposes just how low the COVID-19 numbers really are. So let's go ahead and get started. The first story today, uh, Gavin Newsom is closing churches here in California. Um, you know, this this is, to a certain degree, it's old news in the sense of Gavin Newsom has consistently been attacking churches, uh, specifically uh, Christian churches here in California ever since COVID-19 has come around. Now, one of the things about this is that in the beginning, it was, we're just gonna close them all down across the board, uh, and, and, and there's, so there's that angle. Then what's happened is since um, you know the COVID nineteen numbers they started dipping, started going down. We were flattening the curve, you know. Although it was artificial because shutdowns don't actually truly flatten the curve; they only artificially flatten the curve uh, by keeping people away from each other. Again, the true, real way that we flatten the curve is actually through herd immunity. If we're not around each other and nobody's getting COVID nineteen, we're never going to get to herd immunity. So it was an it was an artificial flattening of the curve. Um, but as the curve was flattening, one of the things that Gavin Newsom was doing was he was allowing, again, allowing us to practice our constitutional right. It wasn't, he, he was not actually preserving our constitutional right to worship God as we see fit. What he was, he was allowing us, he was giving us back our, our right uh, after he had illegally taken it away from us. Um, but what's been interesting is that he, as we've been reopening the state, for a short period of time, especially when it came to churches, it was very clear that he was targeting religious institutions. It was very clear that he was targeting Christian churches and Christian organizations trying to limit our ability to worship God as we see fit. Again, it's a constitutional right to peaceably assemble. It's a constitutional right in order to gather together to worship our God without restriction from the government. But what Gavin Newsom did out here in California, thinking that he's king, even though he's not. Again, we've got to remember, again, I'm prefacing all this kind of stuff so that way you guys can understand the magnitude of the problem that's going on here. Gavin Newsom is not king. He is not dictator. He is not emperor. He is not the supreme ruler. He's governor. He's, he's a part of the executive branch. Here in the United States of America, we have a separation of powers. The reason why the Founding Fathers originally established the separation of powers was for checks and balances. It was because they understood the depravity of man. They understood the sinful nature of man. And so, by having separation of powers, it provided the checks and balances needed in order to avoid tyranny. They understood that if we're going to protect our constitutional rights, 
that we had to separate the powers so that way one person could not take over and become a dictator. Well, we've come so far away from that that now we have these governors that think that they are mini kings, that think that they are the supreme rulers of the states. And so Gavin Newsom, simply by speaking it into existence, has been creating laws Again, at, at least in in the sense of the interpretation that uh, the majority of people in mainstream uh, media and stuff are um, are uh, defining it as, but he's been creating laws restricting constitutional rights and literally stripping away the rights pr provided for us and protected for protected by the Constitution of the United States. So when we when we're looking at we're looking at California. We're looking at churches. What has he done? He has significantly restricted churches, significantly, and very targeted as well. For example, when we're looking at restaurants, restaurants to me are going to be extremely dangerous if, if you're talking about what we've been taught by uh, the mainstream media COVID, uh, in regards to COVID-19 and the medical community and that sort of thing. I mean, you're dealing with ingesting food. You're dealing with, uh, you know, it's very difficult to get people to be washing their hands. You're dealing with a, lo a lot of different sanitary issues. You're dealing with people sitting in close proximity to each other. You're, you're, you're dealing with waiters and waitresses going around from table to table, potentially spreading it from person to person to person. In churches, you can actually ha have, a, have a good way of dealing with things by, you know, having people sit. You know, if, you know, a few feet apart from each other, uh, you're not necessarily, you know, you can avoid the shaking of hands section of the service. There's different things that you can do there. In a restaurant, it's not, but there, there was no cap off. There was no restrictions on restaurants when we began reopening California, but there was in regards to churches. So it, with churches, it was a maximum of 100 people could gather together to worship. And that was restricted even further by saying that it could only be 25% capacity. So if you had a church with the capacity was 200 people in the church service, that means you could only have 50 people attending, not 100. But if you were a mega church that normally seats 5,000, you could still only have 100 people. This is extremely restrictive and on top of that, extremely unconstitutional. So now here we are and we've seen the numbers spike of COVID-19 cases. What's interesting is that the left is continually, continually ignoring the fact that a lot of this was probably to do with the riots and the protests that were going on uh, in regards to Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, because again, no social distancing, not everybody was wearing masks, no sanitary issues, everybody was crowded together. Um, you know, so if, if you want to blame anybody, it's probably going to be those uh, rioters and protesters and that sort of thing. Um, but what's been really interesting is when you look at the numbers, the numbers have been going up in the sense of the cases the number of deaths have actually been going down. That's a good sign. That means we're getting closer and closer to herd immunity. Yay, that should be celebration. No, instead, Gavin Newsom goes ahead and uh, shuts down the state of California even further. So what he did, actually, is he banned indoor church services. Now you think, okay, so you guys can have an outdoor church service. You guys can gather together. Um, I'm not sure if, those, um, if the cap off of capacity um, st is still in place there in the sense of uh, limiting it to 100 people. I'd have to do a little bit of research on that one to find out. But one of the interesting things that he also did is he banned in-home Bible studies. So one of the things that I've been seeing a lot of people say is in response to Gavin Newsom shutting down churches, it's like, okay, cool. Let's go back to the way that things were in Acts. Let's have in-home Bible studies. Let's really, let, let's study God's word in a small, uh, you know, small group you know, that way we can practice social distancing, we can 
limit exposure. You know, if you have 10 people in a room, that should be okay. You know, it's not, it's not a thousand, it's not, it's not even a hundred, it's like 10 people. You can kind of control who's coming into your home as well because you you can know, okay, you know, I'm friends with that person. I know that they haven't been going out as much. There's precautions you can take. But Gavin Newsom specifically, specifically banned in-home Bible studies. It's insanity. Again, we're dealing with a governor out here in California that thinks that he could take away our constitutional rights simply by speaking it into existence. He does not have the authority. There is not an exception clause in the Constitution. I would love for somebody on the left who's who is a proponent of all of these stripping away of our constitutional rights to come back and point out to me where in the Constitution it says, under these circumstances, the government can restrict your constitutional rights. Oftentimes what will happen is they will point to a Supreme Court case where the Supreme Court says this is constitutional. At what point is the Supreme Court the ultimate authority when it comes to the Constitution? Both sides would agree the Supreme Court has gotten it wrong. They've gotten it wrong when it comes to slavery in the past. They've gotten it wrong when it comes to when it comes to um, abortion. They've gotten it wrong when it comes to race issues. They've gotten it wrong so many times. And the left would agree that the Supreme Court is not always right because they'll go against what they believe. So let me tell you something here. The Supreme Court does not tell us what the Constitution says. The only thing that does is the Constitution. It's not that difficult. And let me tell you something. When the Constitution says that the government shall not restrict, what does that mean? Does that mean, well, the government can restrict under certain circumstances? No. It means the government shall not restrict. It means that the government shall not limit. It shall not take away your constitutional rights. The Constitution is there to restrict government. It's not there to restrict us. And that's something that we need to remember. Gavin Newsom is sitting on his high horse, sitting on his throne, putting out edicts, putting out public declarations of law. It's not his place. He does not have the authority to take away our constitutional right of freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, and freedom of religion. So re let's remember that. Pastors, don't submit to illegal acts. Let me tell you something. What Gavin Newsom is doing is illegal. So why are we submitting to illegal behavior? If we're going to submit to, if we're going to submit to something, it should be the Constitution of the United States in God's word. Don't submit to something that is illegal. That would make you complicit in illegal behavior. Don't go down that route. Um, so let, before we move on to the next story, which is going to be controversial, and I'm going to kind of go through this because, hey, I prefer not to get banned by Twitter. I uh, wanted to let you guys know about another organization that I run. It's called the GK Podcast Network or the Gatekeepers. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun organization that we put together, really focused on Christianity, things that are happening, going on within the church. So if that's you, uh, you're a Christian, uh, you're concerned about a lot of this leftism that's infiltrating in the church, head on over to gatekeepersonline.com. You can check that out. We've got a bunch of um, articles, uh, contributors. We've got podcasts. Uh, we're actually launching, uh, I believe today, a brand new show by Denise McAllister. Uh, a lot of you guys know her. Uh, she's been all over the news. Uh, she's a journalist. She's uh, you know written for you know organizations like The Daily Wire, The Blaze. She's been seen all over 
over the place. Um, but she has a new podcast called Romans One. Uh, we're actually launching that today. I was actually her first guest. Uh, so we're going to be releasing that, uh, just fine-tuning a couple things. But head on over to gatekeepersonline.com. Check that out. Uh, we've got a bunch of cool resources there. We've got books. We've got blogs. We've got a podcast. We've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, so gatekeepersonline.com. Check that out. So this next story is dealing with a conspiracy theory, but kind of not dealing with a conspiracy theory. So the thing is, is that Twitter uh, the other day, they came out and they announced that they are going to crack down on the QAnon, uh, what they would call a conspiracy theory. Uh, so those of you guys that don't know, there's there's this uh, group of people, they're going around and they're and they're following what this person that goes by QAnon. And, uh, and what they're actually doing is it's this idea that somebody close to President Trump is releasing information uh, telling us what's really going on as President Trump is trying to take on the deep state. And, and, and you know, there's even been a General uh, Flynn has actually, um, you know, took, took an oath and was, was reading directly from uh, QAnon himself. So that gave it some sort of credibility and that sort of thing. The left has been completely opposed to it. Um, you know, there's uh, some on the right that have been completely for it. You know, and it's, and it's one of those things where it's unverified. Nobody knows if it's true or not. Um, but what's been interesting is that Twitter announced that they are cracking down on QAnon. They are cracking down. They are taking it uh, seriously. They're not going to allow this to take over and to take control. So what they're doing is they, uh, I believe I saw in the headlines that they that they actually banned 7,000 Twitter accounts that are promoting QAnon. They um, deleted a lot of tweets. They were going to crack down on websites and not allow them to be shared. They were going to not allow to be QAnon to be trending anymore. Think about this. This is censorship. We're not even just talking about, oh, we, we, you know, we can justify you know, censoring an individual person like an Alex Jones because he's putting out wild, crazy conspiracy theories that are actually hurting people. We're talking about a group of people that believe a conspiracy theory that President Trump is trying to crack down on illegal behavior. Crazy. You know, it, it, this doesn't even matter about whether QAnon is real or not. It doesn't even matter about whether this conspiracy is true. It doesn't matter if it's real. What matters is that this is a bunch of people that are literally opposing illegal behavior. Think about it. It's a conspiracy theory on the good side. Again, whether you agree with it or not doesn't matter. But what they believe is happening is that President Trump is getting in there and cracking down on the deep state. They believe that President Trump is doing something good. And literally, they're following along with what he's doing. And Twitter takes it upon themselves to shut them down. So here's the interesting thing about this. We have Black Lives Matter. We have Antifa. Antifa has been declared a domestic terrorist organization. Where's the statement coming from Twitter saying, we're going to crack down on Antifa? Oh, my paperwork just fell. Uh, where is Twitter saying, we're going to crack down on Antifa? Where is Twitter saying, we're going, to, we're going to ban the Antifa accounts to keep them from being able to coordinate? Because that's, what, that's one of the things that they're saying, is that QAnon is coordinating. What are they coordinating? A website? They're coordinating a theory about what's going on? Opinions? 
This is insanity. But Antifa, who's actually literally literally going out and destroying cities, destroying people's property, destroying people's lives. People are literally dying at the hands of Antifa, getting sent into the hospital, being injured. Twitter is radio silent. This shows the priorities of Twitter. This exposes their extreme bias. And I used to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. I used to give Twitter the benefit of the doubt, thinking, okay, they're just a bunch of lefties. They're a bunch of progressives. They find, they're up in Silicon Valley, up in, up in uh, Northern California. They just, they don't understand their own biases. But now, after all of this, and here we are, I don't think that I can I don't think that I can give them the benefit of the doubt anymore. They know. They've testified before Congress. They've been on Joe Rogan's show. They've been uh, talking to Tim Pool. They've they've been exposed. They know what they're doing. And what they're doing is what they're tr is that they are trying to crack down on the right in ignoring the abuses and the excesses in the extreme anti-America, violent organizations on the left, they are completely ignoring them and, and allowing them to go on without fear of being censored. But the right, if you think that Donald Trump is rooting out the deep state, if you think that Donald Trump is getting into uh, exposing and arresting the pedophile rings, which, hey, if you look at the news, look, look past the headlines. If you look at the actual news, he's been focusing on that. If you believe that he's actually doing these things, that should be a good thing. So why is Twitter cracking down on it? This is censorship of the right. This is censorship at heading into the election. They are trying to do everything they can to make sure that Donald Trump does not get reelected. They are doing everything they can to make sure that Joe Biden is the next president of the United States. This is happening from... Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the Wellness Company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's medical emergency kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Virtually every single um, 
big tech company. This is big tech censorship at its finest. It doesn't matter if QAnon is true or not. It doesn't matter if the theory is real. It matters that Twitter is taking it upon themselves to censor you, to tell you what you can and can't talk about. That's the thing about Twitter. Twitter was supposed to be a place where you can put out your opinions, where you can put out your beliefs without fear of retribution, for, for, without fear of being censored. And Twitter is taking that away. Let me tell you something as well. Here's something else to consider. If you think, well, QAnon or these other conspiracy theories, they haven't been proven. You know, like, like Wayfair hasn't been proven. QAnon hasn't been proven. Just because something is proven doesn't mean that it's false. Lots of things were, you know, were believed to be true before they were proven true. Again, not saying Q is true. Not saying that Wayfair is true. Not saying any of that. What I am saying is that everything started as a theory. Everything that we believe today started as a theory, started as an opinion. It started out as unproven, and it took time to go through the information, to talk it out, to figure out, is this true? So when it comes to something like a QAnon, it has not been disproven, but it has not been proven either. And that is something that I think that we need to remember. At one point, gravity was not proven. At one point, the earth being round was not proven. It was a theory. And, somebody, and some would say, those were conspiracy theories. Think about it. That go, I mean, okay, think about it. Let, let's, let's go back into some more recent conspiracy theories. I remember hearing for the longest time that the NSA was listening on, in, in on our phone calls. Be careful what you say on the phone because the government's listening and they're recording everything. And everybody used to always say, that's a crazy, crazy conspiracy theory. How could anybody believe that the government is spying on American citizens? And then guess what happened? It came out and it was proven the NSA is listening in on our phone calls and they are recording every single phone call that goes through. The government is keeping track of everything uh, through, through Alexa, through Siri, through uh, our phone calls. It's been proven. It's a fact. It started out as a conspiracy theory. It was unproven. It was debunked by the mainstream media. It said, oh, there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence. And then guess what? It came out as true. So don't just write off every single thing that is unproven and think that it needs to be censored and shut down because it hasn't been proven yet. This is dangerous territory. If we're only allowed to talk about things on Twitter that we can physically prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, that is, that is severe shutting down of, of our free speech and our free expression and our free thoughts. If we're going to get anywhere and we're going to progress forward, we have to be able to put out our ideas, discuss them, debate them. But the problem with Twitter is that they, through their algorithms, they've been getting everybody into their own little bubbles, only hearing from their own people that agree with them, getting them into their own little echo chambers. And then once they go down that route and they make it to where everybody is split up and splintered, then they're picking off the individual little groups and kicking off the people that they don't want. This is dangerous to the future of our country. And, you know, I, I had a podcast a couple of weeks ago where I was talking about Parler is not the answer to free speech, and I still stand by that. Parler is not the answer to free speech. The answer to free speech is Twitter and Facebook being forced to be to decide, are they going to be publishers or are they going to be platforms? They need to be platforms. They need to get out of the censorship world. They need to allow us to have our free speech back. But... 
if they're going to kick us off, Parler's a great backup. Some of the, we, we, some, we may be forced to go over there. And, and here's the thing. I've got a Parler account. You know, find me on there. Follow me. I'm posting, you know, my articles and podcasts and things like that over there on Parler. But I would much prefer to be in the debate with the left as well. I want to be present in the mainstream conversation, not just to an echo chamber. But if they're going to take away our free speech, they're going to take away our constitutional rights, they're going to shut us down. We're going to be forced to go over there and be forced to be in an echo chamber. We're going to have to figure out other ways to get our messaging out there. This is serious, serious business. This is bigger than just QAnon. you got to understand this. If they can do this to Q, they're, they're coming for the rest of us. They're coming for the rest of us conservatives. They're going to be shutting us down. They're going to be doing more and more and more. As we get closer to November, they're going to do every single thing that they can possibly do in order to shut down our narrative, to make sure that a Democrat, make sure that Joe Biden becomes president of the United States. And let me tell you something. If Joe Biden becomes president of the United States, there's no coming back from it. It's going to be extremely, extremely difficult, if not impossible, for a Republican to ever become president ever again. This is why this election is so important. Because if Joe Biden becomes president, the millions upon millions of, of illegal immigrants are going to become legal. They're going to become voters. They're going to vote for the left, the people that, that gave them the, uh, the right to become citizens of America. They're going to make it to where felons can vote. More votes for the Democrats. They're going to make it to where Washington, D.C. becomes a state. That's going to be more senators, more representatives. They're going to make it virtually impossible for conservatives to take back our country. That's why this election is so vitally important. That's why Twitter and these big tech, these, these big tech companies are coming in with censorship, censorship and trying to shut down the right. They're trying to do everything they can to make sure that Donald Trump does not get reelected. So the question is, what are we going to do about it? Going to push back. Got to make our voices heard. We got to make sure that we are present in as many places as we possibly can. Di diverse ourselves, get, get us out there so that way if Twitter shuts us down, we go to Facebook. If Facebook shuts us down, we go to Instagram. If Instagram shuts us down, we go over to Parler. We go over to Gab. You know, we come up with a new social media company. You know, I'm reaching out to a friend right now who I know is starting a, his own social media company, trying to find out more information on that. I will let you guys know as we get as they get closer to launching that. But let me just tell you something. This is serious. This is bigger than QAnon. This is dealing with you and I. If they can shut down Q, they can shut down conservatives in general. Now, before we head on to our very last story of the day, I want to let, guys, let you guys know about a book that's being pre-ordered right now over at gatekeepersonline.com slash store. It's a book called Five Steps to Kill a Nation. It's by Pastor Sam Jones. Uh, if you think that it's a ripoff of uh, Ben Shapiro's book, um, I think it was Three Ways to Kill America or something like that. Uh, actually, we announced uh, Sam's book before Ben Shapiro announced his book, so just, just throwing that out there. Uh, but it's Five Steps to Kill a Nation and How to Stop the Bleeding. It's going to be a great book. I've already read uh, the majority of it because I'm actually uh, the editor and publisher for the book. Uh, but if you go over to gatekeepersonline.com slash store, you guys can pre-order that book uh, today. If you guys use the code right, you get 10% off of anything you, you uh, buy in the GK store. Uh, got a lot of great resources over there. But this book is going to be um, a great um, resource for you. It's explaining just how our nation is crumbling before our eyes and then what we can actually do about it. So highly, highly recommend the book by my good friend, Pastor Sam Jones. Again, gatekeepersonline.com slash store. Use the code right at checkout when you get five steps to kill a nation and uh, you'll get 10% off of anything actually in the Gatekeeper store. So definitely go check that out. Uh, the last story that we're dealing with today, 
our good friend Deanna Lorraine, uh, who actually recently spoke at the uh, at the Saving America conference hosted by the American Conservative Movement, which I'm also one of the co-founders for. Um, she actually posted on Twitter, she was exposing just how low the COVID-19 numbers really are. And this, this, is, this is something that I think that we need to understand. I'm just pulling up the tweets really quick as, as I'm talking right now. Um, but the thing is, is that conservatives have been saying for the longest time that the numbers are inflated. The numbers are inflated. I highly recommend. Go over. Stephen Crowder just did a Change My Mind segment talking about how the COVID numbers are inflated. And, and he provided the documentation and, and proof and all that kind of stuff. So Deanna Lorraine was, was actually posting on Twitter, and, and I found this quite interesting. She, she said, so now that Trump has said hospitals need to report numbers to the White House instead of the CDC, again, because the CDC is getting a lot of, a lot of stuff wrong, the CDC just came out and said that they made another mistake in Florida. Again, mistake. And they've also been counting pneumonia and flu as COVID. This is true. I've been saying this for the longest time. If you actually go look at the, actually look at the CDC numbers, the numbers that everybody is citing as COVID numbers, and that goes for the deaths, that also goes for just the number of cases. They've been including people that have COVID-like symptoms, even if they don't test positive for COVID-19. This includes the cold, this includes, it includes the flu, it includes pneumonia, it includes a lot of different things. Essentially, if you have a cough, or a fever, or respiratory issues, or anything along those lines that could be possibly, maybe, slightly, have a small little chance of being COVID-19, it's counted as COVID-19. So when you take out the pneumonia and flu, the number in Florida, get this, it goes from 90,000 cases down to... 11,000. So many mistakes, huh? And she can, and then she provides some, some sources and that sort of thing. But here's the interesting thing. She cites a few different cases to show this, this isn't just like a one-off thing. This wasn't just like a glitch or a mistake or whatever it is. Another oopsie in Florida. Over 300 testing labs were issuing false positives. You can find that over at RushLimbaugh.com. Another oopsie. In Orange County, California, 30,000 False positives are counted. Another one, in Connecticut, labs found that 62% of their tests were false positives. This is insanity. A lot of this is because the left is pushing the narrative that COVID-19 is the worst pandemic in the history of the world and they're trying to make it look like President Donald Trump, it's his fault because he hasn't done enough. So what they're doing is they're inflating the numbers. Now, the funny thing is, not that anything about COVID-19 is funny, but the interest, I'll rephrase it. The interesting thing about this is the number of deaths are going down. That's, ma that's making the mortality rate and the death rate go down. It's smaller. Now we're looking at competitive with the flu. Some, some numbers are actually saying it's less deadly than the flu. Nobody's talking about that. Everybody's just talking about the number of cases because this, the number of cases is skyrocketing. It's going super high. Maybe it's because the numbers are wrong. It's because we're counting even, even potential COVID-19 cases. Here, here, here's a wild idea. Here's a wild, crazy idea. Have you ever thought that maybe having more cases is a good thing? It's getting us closer to herd immunity. Sooner we get to herd immunity, sooner, the sooner we actually destroy this thing. 
until we get to herd immunity, people are just going to keep getting sick. It's just, it's just the way that it is. It's a part of life. This is what happens when you have a virus, when you have a disease. If we're going to beat this thing, we have to get to herd immunity. But our government is not allowing us to get to herd immunity because they're putting us under house arrest like what we've got out here in California. They're shutting things down and they're artificially inflating the numbers. This is extremely dangerous to the future of our country if we can't even believe the numbers that our government is telling us about this virus. This is so serious because what they're doing is they're actually giving us, on one hand, they're freaking people out because they think, this is much more widespread than we originally thought. Think about this is thousands and thousands and thousands of people getting COVID-19. On the other hand, for those of us that think that herd immunity is the way to go, we got to get to herd immunity, they're giving us a false sense of security because they th because we think that we're closer than we actually are. We have to get the numbers right. This is why President Trump wants the numbers to be reported directly to the White House, not to the CDC. The CDC is getting it wrong. This is all a part of the deep state. This is a part of the problem. There's only so many coincidences before we start thinking, okay, something is intentional. Somebody's lying to us. We're only going to allow mistakes to happen so long before, come on guys, this is a conspiracy going on right now. This is something deeper. It can't be that every single mistake always goes to the left. It always benefits the left. Why is that happening? We are not being told the truth. Dr. Fauci is not telling us the truth. He admitted that he lied to the American people in the beginning. He came out and physically said that he told everybody not to wear face masks because he didn't want there to be a shortage of face masks. So he was willing, if, if, if he believes that face masks are the way to protect you, he was willing to let you get COVID-19. In his mind, he was willing to let you die so we didn't sell out of face masks. He lied to your face. And now we're supposed to take him at face value? Now we're supposed to trust the government? We're supposed to believe that they're telling us the truth when they admittedly lied to us. This is an insane world. I don't understand how the government thinks that they have the credibility to tell us the truth. That we should just take them at face value. They've lied to us over and over and over and over and over again. And this is just another example of that. Thank you, Deanna Lorraine, for getting the word out and setting the record straight. We have to expose what is going on. This is insanity. If we're going to take back our country, we have to do it rooted in truth. The left has no problem with lying. We're seeing that with Black Lives Matter. We're seeing that with the deep state dealing with COVID-19. They're pushing for something here. There's a reason why they're continually lying to us. And I think it has to do with the 2020 election. I think it has to do with making sure that Donald Trump does not get reelected. I think it has to do with getting Joe Biden, who has dementia, doesn't even know what room he's in, getting him elected as president. This is the only way that they can see how to do it. They hide him as much as they possibly can. They get as many other people out there talking on his behalf. For example, I just saw today, uh, they announced that they're gonna be doing a live stream conversation between Joe Biden and Barack Obama. The trailer, if you go over to Joe Biden's Twitter page, if you, if you actually look at that, 
it, it, there was a trailer. It was about a minute long. Check it out. It's basically Barack Obama telling Joe Biden how great he is. And the interesting thing is, is that they were bashing Trump. They were saying that Trump is it, that Trump is bad for saying that certain things are not his are not his responsibility. And Barack Obama said, "We never said that that wasn't our responsibility as president." That's a problem. The Constitution limits your responsibility. You were not King Barack Obama. You were not Emperor Barack Obama. There was a lot that wasn't your responsibility. Maybe that was part of the problem. You thought everything was your responsibility. Maybe that's part of the problem with how people view Trump. They think he's not doing enough with COVID-19. They think he's not doing enough with shutting down Black Lives Matter. Maybe because we think that he has a responsibility to take care of every single problem in the entire country. Maybe we've got it wrong. Maybe it's not his responsibility. Think about it. What's his constitutional responsibility? It's not as king. So we're, we're going to keep we're going to keep hammering this kind of stuff home. We're going to keep bringing you guys the truth um, as we're closing out today. I uh, want to remind you guys about a book that we're pre-ordering. It's called Church and State, How the Left Used the Church to Conquer America. Uh, we are in pre-orders right now. If you go to gatekeepersonline.com slash church and state, you can get all the information there. We've, you know, what we're what we're doing over at Gatekeepers is we're putting out some of these book projects. And, uh, and and we're having multiple different authors contributing. So we've got, you know, I think in this book, like 12 or 13 authors, each contributing a chapter. And what we're doing is we're taking a look about how the left is trying to destroy America by infiltrating the church and rendering it uh, useless by making it a, a, a basically parroting the talking points of AOC and Bernie Sanders. And what we're doing is breaking down exactly how they do it. Uh, we've got a lot of great contributing authors. We've got uh, J.D. Rucker, who's the co-founder of ACM, as well as here at the Freedom First uh, Network. Uh, we've also got Pastor Greg Locke, Great, great man, loves this country. Also um, a pastor out in Tennessee. We've got Dr. Michael Brown, who is widely considered one of the top uh, theologians out there. Um, he's, 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 he's writing a, a chapter in the book. We've got De Denise McAllister. Um, again, she's written for The Daily Wire, for The Blaze, for The Federalist, for a bunch of different uh, news organizations. Uh, she's contributing a chapter. We've got uh, Pastor Kim Peters, the founder of the Church of Planned Parenthood. We've got Michael Massey. Uh, we've got K Pastor Kerry Gordon. We've got so many great contributing authors in this. You don't want to miss it. Go to gatekeepersonline.com slash church and state. Even if you're not a Christian, it will help you to understand the attack, the strategy, what is happening, how the left is trying to infiltrate into every aspect of our country in order to to destroy it from within so that way they can rebuild it in in their own vision in their own socialistic communist marxist governmental system check it out gatekeepersonline.com slash church and state use the code jeff at checkout uh, when you pre-order the book and you'll actually get a free copy of pastor sam's new ebook why i'm pro-life so uh gatekeepersonline.com slash church and state uh thank you guys so much for tuning in i always enjoy coming to you guys um i know it's it, it was a little bit of a break there i'm gonna be tr i'm gonna be trying to be a little bit more consistent here come to you guys every morning with the news what's going on from a conservative perspective constitutional perspective let you guys know what is actually going on um thank you guys so much for tuning in um if if we can uh do do something really quick go over to apple podcast check it out Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. Uh, let people know what you think about this show. It will really, really help. It helps more than you know. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.